Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. Today's passage is Luke 3. What are the most common words that you hear in evangelism as people seek to tell others the good news of Jesus Christ? I think if you made some kind of graph of the words that are used today versus the words that were used in the Bible, I think there's one word in particular uh, that you would notice, it seems like it was used a lot more in the Bible than it is today. And that is the word repent. And we're going to see that today as Luke 3 is going to speak mostly of the ministry of John the Baptist. Uh, And we see that starting in verse 1, and you'll notice the style of Dr. Luke here, the historian, the researcher, uh, even just in those first couple verses as he gives very detailed information on when this is happening, the reign of Tiberius, Pontius Pilate, all the different leaders. Um, And again, part of the reason he does all of that, going back to chapter one, is so Theophilus, as he says, may have certainty concerning the things you have been taught. And that's my hope is that as you read through the Bible, you would have certainty and you, you would see this is not fairy tales and wishful thinking. This is history that you are reading. Uh, and it says that he goes in verse three, uh, and he, John the Baptist, went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. So we've been introduced to John, um, who we know as John the Baptist because of his baptizing uh, in chapter one, when we heard the story of his birth and we met his parents, Zechariah and Elizabeth. And now we see him in his ministry. And it sums up his ministry with proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. So even just think about words used in evangelism, I think you would probably still hear a lot about forgiveness today, but I don't think you would hear as much about repentance. And we'll talk more about what that means as we continue. Um, But then you see this quote from Isaiah, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. And that's something that we've seen emphasized in the gospels, the role, the forerunner role of John the Baptist, that he was to go before the Messiah. But then we see more of his talk about repentance in verse 7, because he cries out to the crowds, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruits in keeping with repentance. And do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So here we we see some things we need to take note of. He starts to help us understand what repentance is. And the simplest way to define repentance is turn. 
Uh, even that word in the Greek would be shouted at soldiers to make an about face. Repentance is an about face. It's a turning away really from sin and self as you turn to God. And you see some things that come along with repentance. He talks about fruits in keeping with repentance. And I think that's even helpful on multiple level, levels. One, it reminds us that uh, repentance will produce fruit. If you turn around, you will start going a different direction. That's just how it works. But also it helps remind us it's not the fruit that somehow gains us forgiveness. No, repentance is, is the decision in our hearts. Now, real repentance will bear fruit, but it is not that fruit that saves us. It also clears up some confusion that unfortunately we still see way too much of today. Uh, and that is the idea that somehow I can always have been a Christian. I can just be born a Christian. Well, that is just not how it works. It's never been that way. Because here he's even saying, hey, just because you're Jewish does not mean that your sins are forgiven. Just because you're Jewish does not mean that uh, you are right with God. Uh, You need to repent. And today, probably in your social circles, there's not a lot of people thinking, well, I'm good with God because I was born Jewish. But you probably have many people who think, well, I'm good because I was born into a Christian family or I've always gone to church. Therefore, I am good. Let's make something very clear. If you have not repented, you are not saved. And that's something we're going to see John emphasize. We see Jesus emphasize this. We see the apostles emphasize this. The call of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ comes with a demanded response. And that response is repentance. And part of the reason we see repentance emphasized is without repentance, we are headed towards judgment. And that's what you see there in verse nine. Even now the ax is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. He, he speaks of judgment. And later in verse 17, he speaks of the one who is coming after and the role of judgment that he will have. And then John, he he gives us a little more practical examples of what repentance looks like because people come and say, well, what do we do? And he says in verse 11, whoever has two tunics is to share with him who has none and who has food is to do likewise. So turn from being selfish and hoarding for yourself and turn to God and the fruit of that repentance will be sharing. And then the tax collectors turn from stealing and don't take more than you're authorized to. Soldiers don't extort money from people or by false accusations be content with your wages. This is what the fruit of repentance will look like. And that's where we should see that turning and that fruit in our own lives. And we see John was very bold with this message of repentance because he is uh, thrown in prison because he's even rebuking Herod, the Tetrarch, um, because he had taken his brother's wife and for all the evil things that Herod had done. So John ends up in prison. But before that, we don't get as much detail here, but we know he baptizes Jesus and the Holy Spirit descends on him in bodily form like a dove and the voice comes comes from heaven. You are my beloved son with you. I am well 
pleased. Again, God's stamp of approval on Jesus. But as we consider this account of the ministry of John the Baptist, we need to consider the importance of repentance. And I want you to think through that on two levels. One, have you repented? If you're listening to this podcast, can you look back and say, I have turned from my sin and even there's fruit in my life of that repentance? Um, Or you find yourself saying, well, I've always been a Christian. Well, then you need to be warned by the words that John himself speaks here. You know, if you think, well, we have Abraham as our father, and maybe you're saying, well, I've always gone to church or I was born into a Christian home. That being born into a Christian home does not a true Christian make. The Bible is crystal clear. Christians are made through repentance and faith. And remember, Repentance is important, and what comes with repentance is the forgiveness of sins, because you deserve judgment. You deserve to be judged for your sins, but with repentance comes forgiveness. You will not be judged for your sins, and you will not be condemned, and what you will experience is becoming part of the family of God, being adopted and embraced as children of God. Uh, What an amazing thing that is. So you need to have repented. And then the second layer I want you to think about this is, well, you should call other people to repentance. Uh, That should be a part of your evangelism. Now that there are, the gospel is rich and there are many things to share as we share the good news of Jesus Christ. And we want to make sure that people know what Jesus has done for them. We want to make sure people know that Jesus can forgive their sins, but we need to make sure to tell people, Hey, if you want to experience that forgiveness, you need to repent. You need to repent. You need to turn from your sin and find through faith that forgiveness in Jesus Christ. So those are some things for us to apply from kind of the meat of this passage, uh, the ministry of John the Baptist. The passage ends with a genealogy, uh, the genealogy of Jesus. And if you're paying attention and you remember, didn't we start all the way back in Matthew 1 when we started this journey? This is now episode 56 of getting through the New Testament. In episode 1, didn't we look at a genealogy? And if you go back and read that, you'll look at it. Um, The names are different. How does that work? Well, here's my quick answer. I don't know the exact uh, correct understanding of why the names are different, but here's what I am convinced of. This is not a contradiction. I think there's a few ideas, and I'm not sure uh, which one I would say uh, it's definitely this. One I, I grew up hearing is that Luke's Uh, gospel really records the genealogy of Mary. Uh, Even though it mentions Joseph there, it it really is tracing the line of Mary. And and then that Matthew is giving the line of Joseph, and they were both descendants of David. Uh, a, A lot of commentators today will suggest that Matthew is tracing a more legal descent and that Luke is tracing a more physical descent. So I'm not sure which one of those I would say, oh, this is for sure the answer. But if someone wants to say, this is a contradiction, look, the Bible is full of errors and nonsense. No, that's that's not true. Uh, I don't know exactly what the answer here is, but I know that there's actually several answers that would make sense uh, in 
I I don't know which one for sure, but there's several answers that make sense and show that this is not a contradiction. And again, I hope as you read through the Bible, your confidence in the Bible is strengthened. And if our confidence in the Bible is strengthened, well, then you should understand you need to repent. And as you uh, share the gospel with others, you need to call them to repent so that they may be forgiven of their sins. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.